you've come to the right place if you're looking to create, launch, and scale a high-value online training program. I'm your guide, Chris Badgett. I'm the co-founder of Lifter LMS, the most powerful learning management system for WordPress. Stay to the end. I've got something special for you. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to another episode of LMS Cast. I'm joined by a special guest. Her name is Carla Meski. She's from spirithealercircle.com. She's a shaman. She teaches shamanism. She's done it through the internet for a very long time. She's using Lifter LMS to power some of her online learning stuff. Welcome to the show, Carla. Thank you, Chris. It's so lovely to be here. I'm excited to get into it with you today. You know, there's a lot of um, um, healing folks that come to Lifter and do different things. And uh, <clears throat> I just want to kind of unpack the niche just a little bit, <laughs> excuse me, in case people haven't heard of it. How do you define shamanism to the uninitiated? Well, shamanism is the ultimate woo-woo. It's the ultimate energy medicine. Shamans are the people in a community who can cross between the worlds, between the veil to speak to spirit and bring back healing and bring back information for themselves and for their community. And we've been doing it for how long? How old have people have been around now? They think 20,000 years, 30, whatever it is, shamans were there at the beginning of human beings. And all your all your woo-woo arts, your reikis, your energy healings, all of these things have shamanic roots because we're all working with spirit guides who are smarter, wiser, filled with compassion, and they're coming through us physical form channels. And at Spirit Healer School, I teach you to have that direct communication with your spirit guides to bring through healing, to bring enhancement to whatever your energy medicine is. So that's what shamanism is. That's awesome. So it's kind of like going back to the beginning of time for humans, like there's lots of different personalities and like archetypes of people, but humans have always had within the community, a healer of sorts. The shaman is the original healer and it's right. the base of everything. That is so cool. How yep. did you find out uh, that you were that? I read something on your site about soul retrieval and also um, uh, just if somebody is is feeling called to becoming a healer how does someone like kind of discover that they may in fact have that that shaman destiny within them mm, great question generally a person feels drawn to some kind of um metaphysical discipline maybe you like to read tarot maybe you're interested in talking to angels something something pulls someone into the metaphysical arts and at that point, when they start exploring, they may begin to understand that their ancestry is speaking up through their bones, that they're remembering something that their ancestors did or that they did in a past life. And as their curiosity grows, they start reaching out and dabbling in. And eventually, they'll land on shamanism, because that being the root of all things gives them direct access to the knowledge that they're seeking from their spirit guides, not from a human guru. So that's that's it. Mine started when I became interested in the I Ching in seventh grade. So, 
And that's when I realized that I wanted to understand the mystical side of things, the truth behind the veil. And it's that that quest that led me to shamanism. Uh, one more, we're going to, this is going to be a meandering conversation, but one more sure. thing kind of on your or origin story, you, you have a background in teaching online marketing. And um, sometimes in my experience, these worlds of quote, alternative healing and, you know, business like marketing, they don't always mix. They're like separate, but you, for some, some reason way, like became very integrated between the the online and the business and the marketing and the healing and the shamanism, there wasn't like, they weren't like separate worlds. Like some mm -hmm. people tend to polarize these types of people or something like that. How did you become so integrated among those two very different disciplines? You know, it's a, that's a, such a great question. And it really is a life path question. Um, when I started college, I wanted to study uh, mystical arts. I wanted to understand what was behind. So I went to a crazy school called St. John's College, and I studied the great books. And that led me to a vast understanding of philosophy, religion, and all these things, and no ability to make a living at all. All right. So I'm, I am cutting salad at Chelsea's restaurant in Salem, Oregon, during the recession in the 70s. Nobody on my block had a job. We were all flat broke. And I said, this has to end. I have a college degree. I can't get a job. I have to go to graduate school. So I had two choices, business school or law school. And business school is two years with no test. Law school is three years, and then you have to take a test. So I chose business school. And that landed me at Columbia University. And I thought, oh, I'll go into finance because I've always wanted to be a stock trader. <laughs> Terrible at that. I looked at my resume, decided marketing would be it, and I ended up with a marketing degree at, in the toy business at Kenner Toys in Cincinnati, Ohio. And that's where shamanism really took off. I was in charge of running the Batman toy line, among other toy lines, and we I was given this, this edict by our president to develop a new Batman toy line in six months flat because there was this thing going on with toy biz and they had the line and blah, blah, blah. So I would ride my bicycle doing intervals on the hills in Cincinnati and ask Batman to speak through me, to tell me who he is, what he's all about. Because I had to take one Batman figure and make eight different characters out of him, you know, because you got to collect them all. And that's how it all started. When I was driving, riding my bike, getting into this sort of metaphysical trance, doing intervals, and Batman would come through and I'd get all these different characters. And we put them into the toy line, huge success. And then I started to dabble in shamanism. That's when I started to really go further into it. So there's my business. I've got an MBA from Columbia. I was marketing director at Hasbro. Kenner became Hasbro. And then ding, 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 I got a calling to go to Eugene, Oregon. I was going to become a software person and get in on the dot com. <laughs> and that was a, a crashing failure from a business point of view. But it landed me in Eugene and in connection with a whole bunch of people who were studying shamanism. And um, so my shamanic life started to bloom. Then how do I make a living? 
I got hired at University of Oregon to teach marketing. And there you go. I always like to be on the forefront. I always like to be on top of the thing that's coming. I created internet marketing as a category of schooling at University of Oregon. I taught internet marketing, teaching people how to use uh, Dreamweaver to make a website, an affiliate website, so they could start their own businesses. A whole bunch of people went on to become important in the internet marketing world out of my courses. I mean, crazy talk. And um, I realized I had a skill that I could apply to my burgeoning shamanism. And I, when I launched my, my, um, my shamanism business, instead of just becoming a, yet another healer in Eugene, I segmented into animal healing because I'm an animal person. <laughs> and I went onto the internet. So I started spirithealer.com way back in the day when you could get a dot com like that. And I have been teaching online ever since. What year was that approximately? I think that was 2000. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, when I saw 2002. When I saw that domain name, I'm like, wow, that's a really good domain name. You got on that early. So, yeah. um, Well, I kind of want to go to the end and then we'll come back and fill in the story, or at least not the end, but where we're at today. Um, What are you doing with Lifter LMS on your website now? Like what is uh what's happening there, and we'll kind of connect the dots from you you launching online back in two thousand. But what what's what's the site and the business look like now? I'm going to tell you that. <clears throat> excuse me, Lifter is the dream. Lifter has made my dream come true. My dream was that I could have online classes where I could see everybody and we could all talk together. That was way before Zoom, but Zoom made that happen. And that I could have a catalog of my courses with all of their iterations and all of that beautiful, everything Lifter gives me. And you made it come true. So where my business is now, since I finally launched my Lifter site, I have my membership where I'm anchoring the people who are the most loyal customers and the most interactive customers. And I have a variety of courses that can bring new people in and help people grow and develop. And I feel like I'm just getting started. I've got 58, I think, courses right now, which is nuts, but almost none of them is on demand. So they're all basically a course where somebody came to the course and then they can see the recording afterward. And in 2023, my mission is to create a series of five entry-level on-demand classes. Those will feed into um, intermediate Zoom classes and into the membership program. Here we go. That's awesome. And working backwards a little bit, how did you choose Lifter LMS? Oh, by God, that was a search. I dug through every one of the competition. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, you were the best. That's all. I mean, I did LearnDash for a while when LearnDash was first starting. Nice guy, really sweet guy. Um, But it wasn't, it was awful because I can't remember exactly why, but somehow the back end and the front end tangled and and the user had to unwind that entanglement. And yours was intuitive. And you'd been around for a while. And actually, you want to know the real answer? It's you, Chris. (laughs) <laughs> because you are the face of Lifter. 
you're brilliant, you answer the questions, you engage me, the customer, and I trust you. And Will, let's not forget Will, who held my hand and still holds my hand every step of the way, Will is my hero. That's awesome. And I definitely can't take all the credit. There's a, there's a great team at Lifter is as well, but I appreciate you saying that, you know, business is people, you know, especially even tech, you know, there's a lot of automation and everything, but there's, there's people on both sides using the software, making the software and, and um, yeah, you know, we, we never forget that at Lifter LMS. It's kind of part of who <laughs> we are. So thanks for saying that. Can you tell me um, how you got into WordPress? You mentioned Dreamweaver a ways back and, uh, as you're talking, I'm just going to put a log on the fire. So when I disappear, keep talking. But tell me how you got into WordPress. Don't you love that? He's putting a log on the fire. <laughs> Dude's in Maine. He's putting a log on the fire. Next, he's going to bring out a lobster. <laughs> oh, what was the question? Why WordPress? Yes. Yeah. How'd you get into WordPress as like a part of your technology stack? Because you're obviously really good with it. Hmm. Um, WordPress was primary to the the other page builders, to Wix and Squarespace and that sort of thing. So when I left um, building off of Dreamweaver, WordPress was the first data-based management um, WYSIWYG that I could use. So I built a WordPress site. And it was a nightmare to manage it. It was a nightmare to manage the back end. So out of frustration, I moved to Squarespace, which seemed like a really great solution. But the reality is Squarespace is not a great solution. God bless them. They're sweet and lovely, but they are not a great solution for a whole bunch of reasons. And one of them is that my site went stagnant. And in order to upgrade it and make it fresh again, I had to completely rebuild it in Squarespace 2.3 point. I don't even know. And there was no way to do uh, any kind of, uh, and that's spirithealer.com, my legacy site I'm talking about. And there was no way to do any kind of a learning management system integrated with Squarespace. So then I look at learning management systems and everybody's on Kajabi, but oh my God, talk about cookie cutter and expensive? Nuts. I have 58 courses. How in the world could I go on to Kajabi? I couldn't do it. Can't do it. So I went back to WordPress, realized that with Gutenberg blocks, everything had changed. It was super easy, super sweet backend, way better than all those other builders. I mean, it's just great. And then putting Lifter into it, bada bing, bada boom. I'm very happy. I just closed just two weeks ago. I closed the Squarespace legacy site. I moved it over to my, oh, let's take a plug for SiteGround. Yay, SiteGround. They are the best hosting service, hands down, yet. And I've gone through a lot of them. SiteGround is awesome. Any problem, you go to chat, they help you. It's perfect. So I put spirithealer.com, my legacy site, is now on my SiteGround account, along with Spirit Healer Circle and milkynight.com, which is my astrophotography website. Wow. And I'm totally hooked on WordPress now. I want everything in one place. Um, This morning, I finished moving my CRM from ConvertKit to Fluent CRM hosted Mm -hmm. on my Spirit Healer Circle site. 
Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So you're like, you're really into owning the platform and the flexibility of WordPress and it can involve, it can evolve with you and, and stuff like that. What about- And I can control my costs. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. I was going to be looking at a thousand dollars a year on my convert kit. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. That's a... CRM is $120. Thank you very much. Cha-ching, cha-ching. There you go. And tell us about, um, especially just I'm thinking of other healers out there who are looking to teach online or, or, you know, be more online with their business. Are you doing this all yourself or do you have like a technology partner that, that helps or are you, that's you. And I mean, and you're a little special because you have this, this history with internet marketing and business and the, and the internet basically. But what would your advice be to somebody who's, you know, maybe they got, they've got their WordPress site and they know how to update some pages on it for their healing business or whatever. When can they do it? Like a lot of people say WordPress is hard. You're obviously proving that wrong. And sure, it's not always easy and there, things get complicated sometimes, but when does it make sense for a healer to DIY or uh, hire like a, a WordPress professional to do stuff for them? I think it depends on the human being. Yeah. I'm right now hiring. I'm I'm looking right now for a back-end person because that has finally uh, my well, there's busy, no way I can grow right? where I want to grow and do it all yeah. anymore. Yeah. But before then, you know, until now I've I've reached a breakthrough level of revenue and before that there was no way I could afford somebody. Yeah. And the other thing is, oh healers, your brain needs to do math. You need to do logic. It's really, really important. If you're in the healing arts, don't let the math and logic side of your brain atrophy. It grounds you. It keeps you human. And there are nothing like wrangling a database to do your math. And that's all WordPress is, is database. It's just logic. Could you, could you explain that to the uninitiated? What do you mean by it's just database? Well, every single thing in WordPress is, it's all zeros and ones. It goes back to the, the basics of what a computer is. It's either this or that. And every action that happens inside WordPress is a choice. You want this or that, this or that. It's all a bunch of decision trees. And they get lumped together by the, by the backend framework to appear like a cluster of something, but it's still just a bunch of this and that. So if you look at it that way and you back up and you say, all I need to do is figure out the this and the that and the this and the that. And I'm like chaining together a beautiful chakra necklace. You can do it. Just take your time and realize it's just a logic chain. So my advice is try. The learning that you're going to get the brain power you're going to get from trying is a hundred percent worth it. Yeah, that's great. That alone is a gift. And after, other than that, Upwork, I don't know. Yeah, there's lots of places to get help, but it's empowering to like at least figure out the basics on your own. It makes you better capable of, you know, getting help and knowing what you want and that kind of thing. Um, let's put our instructional design hat on a little bit. It sounds like a lot of what you do, you've done is um, you deliver a lot of your trainings and sessions online in Zoom and then record it and it goes into the LMS. 
and you have plans for some more on-demand, more pre-recorded training. Yeah. Um, you've got what you call courses, memberships, and circles. Can you kind of explain um, how you think about creating the content? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, the base content is, uh, well, I don't know if there's a base. I'm just going to, I'll just go through those like that. Mm -hmm. Membership. My membership is a monthly fee membership that gives people access to come to three Zoom events that I host for memberships only every month. Plus, it gives them access to a pre-recorded catalog of my short little courses. So if a course is, a, is three or four sessions long and it takes me a whole lot of work to do it and it's, you know, 10 hours of training, that's an extra fee. But if it's a one-time course, like I'm going to have one January 3rd called Calling in the Spirits, one hour, how do you call in the spirits and how do you make that practice your own? That's free to the Mastery Circle members, but it's $29 to non-members. So I'm encouraging people to join Mastery Circle to get that for free and then be able to come into all the others. So those I call like mini classes or mini courses. Um, and what I have not done much of is on-demand classes where you've got a little video, some training, some questions, little video, some training, some questions. And um, I really didn't understand how I wanted to structure that until recently. And um, so I've got an idea now. And believe it or not, I'm going to base it on Yoast, on Yoast's okay. trainings. All right. Because as I went through Yoast Pro in order to, to do my search engine optimization, um, their training is incredibly good. What they do you have like about just it? The right length video. They have just the right length conversation, just the right amount of quiz to make sure that the person gets it. It's really good. So I'm going to develop a whole bunch of entry level shamanic classes on that format. That's awesome. Um, I'm also thinking about a healer who might be just getting started. And one of the first things they might do in terms of an online business is actually do some of the healing work through the internet before they get into courses and stuff like that. Yeah. What if you've obviously been doing that for a while, like, and maybe some people have a limiting belief about what's possible through the internet, but how do you do healing online? Um, and, and how's it different from doing it together in the same geographic location? Oh, yeah. Well, I think that, um, that I'm going to break that into two different kinds of questions. One is remote healing. How does that work? And um, healers who feel comfortable doing remote healing will understand the answer to that, right? They'll mm -hmm. know that when they're in non-ordinary reality, time and space disappears and they can appear spirit to spirit with their client. So that's pretty straightforward. A bridge between totally remote and being together but not in the same room is to do your sessions over Zoom. So the vast majority of my sessions now are done over Zoom where the person just sees me drumming with my eyes shut <laughs> And talking, I speak out loud everything that um, happens in the spirit world, and I record it on Otter. Oh, thank God for a plug for Otter AI. 
as a way of automating your recordings and getting a transcript of them and sending those to your customers. Awesome. Otter AI. So that's how I do that. But the other half of that question was how you use the internet for reaching clients. And the answer to that is Yoast Pro. You got to learn search engine optimization just by Yoast Pro. I should have I should have affiliate links on all of this, but I've I've been through a lot of different stuff and Yoast Pro I think is just excellent. If you can follow their steps, do their little training, follow their steps, optimize for your keywords, you will rank in Google and you will get customers. That's great. And be well, sure to use Google Local, all the local search stuff. Yeah, there you go. Mm -hmm. what, what other um, technology do you, is kind of essential to you? You've mentioned Lifter LMS, Fluent CRM. You've had some great success with SiteGround hosting. Mm. Um, you mentioned Yoast. What other is there any other just essential tech that uh, you know really makes your business happen? I would say Groups IO, but I want to switch from Groups IO to using your online discussion platform. Okay. Because I'm not even my, familiar with what Groups IO is. Is that like a um, sort of like a private Facebook group or something? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I I can't stand Facebook groups. I just I'm sorry. I just can't stand them. It's just, <laughs> but I remember back in the day when I started, yeah, no kidding. I started animal communication on one list, which became Yahoo groups, right? We, st I started the first animal communication online discussion list. Wow. It's crazy, isn't it? So Yahoo, that, that the people who started one list and then it eventually became Yahoo groups started this new thing called Groups.io. And it's a very inexpensive discussion list platform. But it's a pain in the neck for me now because now that I'm moving my whole database onto my Spirit Healer Circle Lifter site, I want to have everything contained within that Lifter site. So my next step is to buy more stuff from Chris. <laughs> All right. Um any uh like hardware stuff like i just mean like video camera and stuff obviously when you get really busy there's only so much you can do for production value you still got to do all your your work and um but like right now just talking to you through zoom you have great lighting great background but what 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 tech do you use for the video work and stuff is it you just keeping it simple with your webcam and a nice microphone and don't would your advice be just keep it simple or what would you say to that well you know, Mac and don't go back. I I have yeah. a new M2 MacBook Air. I don't even use my studio mic anymore. All right. So it's this it's is, just, I love this. I love this. So it's just the MacBook Air, a newer it's one. It's my MacBook Air. I've got, this is a tapestry I bought off of tapestries.com or someplace. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, and when I want to change my set, <laughs> there you go i'm an astrophotographer that's my hobby uh, yeah it's not a hobby I, I i sell but um i can switch my set to astrophotography background so i just basically have a corner of my office that is my set and one studio light no there you go which is a simple light from bnh photo 
that's it. Ooh, I love that. That's some pro tip right there. A great computer, a decent studio light, a tapestry, <laughs> and like some nice photography on the wall, and, and you're good to go. That's awesome. You really are. I mean, yeah. I used to think you had to do all this stuff, and you need a backlight. You need depth. So I have a backlight, and it's woo-woo. It's a which is like a salt crystal or something. What is that? Yeah, it's a selenite crystal that I have a an IKEA light in the bottom of it. Nice, nice. <laughs> so if you're listening to this on the podcast, just jump over to the Lifter LMS YouTube channel, and this is this is some awesome advice because a lot of people get hung up in all that studio stuff and green screen and all this stuff. Just uh, keep it simple. I have one more piece of advice for all of you who need to buy Lifter. Start with your WooCommerce plugin for the for the checkout. Okay. If I had done that, I'd be happier right now because then I could be able to sell my healing sessions and have it on the same database. I could sell product and have it on the same database. But now I have to talk to Chris after here about how I convert from the lifter checkout to the WooCommerce checkout on a site that's got 2000 customers. Yeah, we can, we'll make some time to chat about that. And for those of you that are listening, um, so Lifter has a native e-commerce functionality, which integrates with Stripe and PayPal and authorized.net. And it's more simple, streamlined, one-time recurring payments, but it also integrates with WooCommerce, which is the, you know, the leading shopping cart solution for WordPress. And if you're going to do like, if you're going to have like physical products and a bunch of different types of things, in addition to courses and memberships, it makes sense to go with the WooCommerce route. So if we can, I can help you get sorted there. So we'll, we'll chat some more about that. Uh, it is an important decision at the beginning of your LMS is what are you going to do with the shopping cart? Some people use even some, something else offsite, and then they just use the LMS for the learning. But like you said, moving everything to WordPress, trying to consolidate, keep it simple, one one kind of site to rule them all is if I could start all over again, um, we're actually doing that at Lifter right now. We're, we're moving some of our sites all into one site uh, just for our, our software e-commerce and everything because we have a bunch of subdomains. But yeah, keeping it, um, keeping it as simple as it's easier to maintain one website and have the parts talk to each other than to do that across multiple websites. Um, right. What are where are you going in the future? Like what um what's your vision for the for the future of spirithealercircle.com? Well, if my dream comes true this year, I will triple the membership in the mastery circle. Um, and that will give me my base income. I will have um a lot of downloads of free one onesies and twosies and lots of sales of on-demand product. I don't even know what lots means, but in the hundreds, that's likely for me. Um, and I will have freedom to go out and photograph the Milky Way more than I am right now. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, what else... Like what else lights you up about um, your business? I know you have the astral photography that you that you do, mm -hmm. um, but like where does the, you know, these businesses can be hard and you've been doing it for a while. And, you know, sometimes there's 
uh, you, you know, you face new technology challenges and so on. Like what keeps you motivated through all this for all these years? That's that, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, some days I feel like I want to quit, but then I wouldn't know what to do. Where would I find my connection to my people? The Your Lifter LMS has changed my life because by creating the membership circle and having that really tight group of people who I love and who love me, and we get together all the time and we back each other up, we support each other, we're a, we're a tribe. And that became because of Lifter. And so for me, you know, I'm looking at when I might be able to retire. And then I say, what would I retire? And so as a promise to myself, uh, I called up Will the other day and I ordered another, I don't know, three years or five years of Lifter in advance, yeah. <laughs> prepaid my bill. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I locked myself into Lifter and into um, site ground for at least five more years. So that's where I'm headed. That's awesome. Um, one more thing, just to kind of land the plane on our conversation here, education entrepreneurs, uh, one of the things they have to do is build community. And you're talking about your tribe and these people that you serve, um, other, other healers and aspiring shamans and, and, um, people who need healing themselves and stuff like that. I understand after the people join your world, and they, you know, buy more and more courses and memberships and circles and stuff like that. What advice do you have for somebody before the sale or before they join your world to kind of build community of, of prospective buyers or learners from you that, you know, haven't bought anything yet, but you, you've talked about Yoast and SEO and stuff, but any other tips you have on building a community, like whether they're doing, whether it's of healers or any niche of people, like how do you kind of begin that that flywheel of building up your your community that you want to serve and attracting people into your world? Well, you know, it's going to go back to basic marketing. The first thing is what who are you and what is your core offering? And that that is only only valuable if it's understood that it's for whom. Otherwise, you're just talking to yourself. So when you're talking about what you do, you have to step outside of yourself and put yourself into the role of the person you're doing it for. And then you can look at yourself as a dynamic relationship between what you offer and who is your customer. And as soon as you do that, you can start wrapping your hand around who the customer is. And you can start doing all the marketing techniques on target marketing, why they are, what their demographic, all that stuff. And you can begin to focus on those people who are most likely to be attracted to what you're doing. And so then you make your website to reach them with your search engine optimization, with your blog posts, with your photography, your images are critical. Understanding copywriting so that you're getting to the point and not blah, blah, blahing. Um, having a good-looking site, which is so easy on WordPress, don't go. Don't work too hard. Just download Astra, take some Gutenberg, throw it in there, and don't mess with it. <laughs> Simple is better. And I think the best advice I've heard is start local. 
Mm. So use the Google local marketing stuff. Um, just web text, Google, you know, Google, Google local, and you'll learn how to get a local listing and how to start building local clientele. And offer something, offer something that you're going to give away in exchange for getting people to sign up and then send them interesting emails that make them want to stay on your list. It's very straightforward. It's just a question of deciding what you are, why are you different? So the best marketing slogan I work with is only this product, only spirit healer shamanism allows you, an animal lover who's a spiritual seeker, to get this benefit to develop your ability to connect with your sacred spirit, your spirit guides, because Carla, the teacher behind Spirit Healer School, has 30 years of experience in the shamanic field, 20 years of experience teaching shamanism, and understands the animal shaman connection because she originated shamanic animal communication and has a farm full of critters herself. So that is a slogan of a framework for creating your positioning from one of my mentors, a guy named Doug Hall. And he has a company called Eureka Marketing in Cincinnati. Hi, Doug. <laughs> um, he's fabulous. His books are fabulous, and that framework has been what I taught at University of Oregon and what I live by now. So I oh, hope that helps. Oh, that definitely helps. I love that you're this mix of of, of marketing and shamanism. It's so cool, so awesome. Um, any, and I'll just ask for a little quick piece of marketing advice here. One of my challenges is, uh, like the people that we serve are what I call education entrepreneurs, like yourself. But mm -hmm. there, it's not as specific as somebody called to the healing arts who's an animal lover and somebody who's an education entrepreneur like yourself doesn't call themselves, I'm an education entrepreneur. Right. Um, so I, sometimes I wonder like, well, who am I helping? Like how, and they're often in all these different disciplines, like you're in healing, this other person's on this business topic, this other person helps people find their, their soulmate or whatever. Like there's all these like different niches. What do you, what, so what do you, like, what do you consider yourself a, an example of? Uh, some people would call it like a subject matter expert, you know, that's kind of dry and plain, but that's what it is, what it is. Like you said, you have 30 years in the shamanic arts. Any other words that you could throw my way? Mm. To be more broad scale on it. Um. Someone who's striving to make their voice be heard and to publish, publish in a way that they have ownership and a platform for broadcasting that they own. Something like that. Yeah, that's some good stuff to work with. I appreciate that. I mean, when I think about 
Lifter. And I think about, for me, what was the key competition? It wasn't Learn Dash in any of those things. Uh, it was the choice between going with Kajabi, who, who tells you that they're going to hold your hand and give you the formula that's going to make you successful. And um, Lifter doesn't do that. Lifter says, we will give you all the tools for you to apply your wisdom to become successful yourself. Um, we're going to, we are the framework that allows you to be successful and you'll, you'll need to have some concept of funnels. You'll need to have some concept of what it is that compels people to give a damn about what you're saying. Um, and to me, that's everything, because if I ever find myself writing a, an email that starts with, if you're like me, you've suffered because of, and I have an answer that, ah! <laughs> the formulas are the your enemy the 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 truth of who you are and why your product is valuable to people that seed that core that has to be given your own voice and when it is and you make that the centerpiece of your marketing that's when you attract an audience that truly cares about you that's what i think i love that Carla, this has been amazing. Any final words for the people um, that you want to leave them with today? Yes, buy Lifter. First of all, buy Lifter. <laughs> Second of all, buy Lifter for many years because you're going to need it. Third, use the WooCommerce right up front, even though their shopping cart is so attractive, because as you grow, you're going to wish you had. And fourth, take ConvertKit, take MailChimp, Take all of it, toss it out the window, go with Fluent CRM or MailPoet or something like that, um, and run your own database. Own your own ship. Wise words. That's Carla from spirithealercircle.com. Go check out what she's been building over there. It's amazing. Thank you for being a shining example of what people can create and I like to think of Lifter as a tool that kind of sends out a positive ripple out in the world. So you take it and you apply your knowledge and expertise and wisdom to it. And then you help all these other people and this, you know, kind of positive ripple goes out in the world. So thanks for being a part of that story. And uh, we'll have to check in with you down the road and do this again sometime. Thanks, Chris. I really appreciate it. And that's a wrap for this episode of LMS Cast. Did you enjoy that episode? Tell your friends and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. And I've got a gift for you over at lifterlms.com forward slash gift. Go to lifterlms.com forward slash gift. Keep learning, keep taking action, and I'll see you in the next episode.